2: Hour number three of Drive Time Sports here on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by in northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city. Got, yes. How's it going? How's and going good, Bart. How about you?
3: The weekend is almost here, although I'm working a lot this weekend, so I don't know if that means a lot, but certainly doing well.
2: And we have a special guest that's joined us as well, Terrion Burgess. Terrion, what's up? What's up? Well, I've got several questions I have for you. But let me, ask, let me ask Bart some of these important questions first, since they have been sent to him by way of our Asher Record Service company. Live in feedback, let's see. The first one is from Frank. Says, please ask Bart, I have an 11-year-old serious about basketball. We don't live close to a skilled instructor. Is it better to work on five or six different things or narrow the focus to one or two?
3: I could probably let Terry on answer that one. It's always better to work on one or two. I, I, I will say this. One of the most common mistakes that players make is working on too many different things and becoming kind of a jacker, jack of all trades, master of none. So stick to one or two things, master those, and then move on only when you master. And if you live by adding a specific skill each off season or each season, and then one in the off season, you will have a full bag, as we like to call it, uh, by the time it's when the games count. So certainly narrow your focus and master, and only move on after you master.
2: What do you think about that, Terry? On?
4: I mean, I I, um, I agree. You know. You don't want to go through, like, five different things because, like, you got to master that one thing so you can be good at it. So you can put it on, do the moves or something in the game.
2: How good are you with your left hand?
4: I'm pretty good. Just working oh. on my right hand now.
2: Yeah, because he's left hand. Ah, that's so right. That's his. right. Okay. Yeah. How are you with your right hand, Tarion? I am I'm, I'm, you You really can't even tell the difference. That means you've been putting in the work, then. You've been putting in the effort. All right, let's see. Here's another one for you, Bart. Uh, Ball is life. Says, I love hearing talk about development. I watch Bart's videos, I watch Drew Hanlon's video. How much goes into a skill development for the player? What does it consist of? Is it all numbers, etc.? Curious in the Rock.
3: Well, there's a lot that goes into a specific skill development plan. So if you take a high-level player like Therion, so we can take things like Synergy, which is really advanced film breakdown, and we can tell Therion how efficient he is on one side of the court, how well he, he finishes, how well he turns over his right shoulder, his left shoulder, so if you're really working with high-level players, potential pros, or certainly pros like a Tarion, a lot goes into it. So it's film study, and you can't just say, well, on, we're going to work on finishing. We have to say, on, we're going to work on finishing, and we're going to work on left-handed extended hook at the block and right-hand reverse rolls. Uh, going left to right. That's how specific you have to get. And then what you do off of that is you develop kind of what I would call a one to two to three rolling workout. So you're kind of doing the same thing, but you're not stuck doing the exact same workout. So you kind of roll between those things, but certainly where on is, is coaching feedback. So on, did you get a lot of feedback when you went to Italy on your trip with um, Adidas? Did yeah, I got a
4: lot of um, feedback from this dude named Billy. You know, he's a, he used to be an NBA coach. He he taught me, like, how to, you know, let my release go faster. You know, working the post. You know, like, NBA scouts want to see it all. Like, post work, go out of work. They want to see it all. So So, Randy, they're getting this type of feedback
3: so young now that they're able to really kind of build that pro game I mean, think about how young Tarion still is in his basketball career, but the access to information and the high level he's playing at really gives him such an edge over so many players because he's such a coveted recruit.
2: So, Bart, is it it better when you're studying someone like Tarion? Is it it better for Tarion to look at film of other players that – you want his game to look like or is it better just to take his film and then break it down and say these are the areas that we need to develop
3: double r that's a great question i always say this you'll find that nba scouts are leaning towards this way find a player that closely resembles your game that's had a lot of success at the level you want to get to and kind of have your own game, but tailor it specifically to that. And, on, you probably haven't heard, but I've described your game as very Kevin Garnettish, ish
5: hmm. uh,
3: Kind of that prototype stretch for on has got a great jump shot. So, if I was in Terry I'm sure on has his favorite guys, but Kevin Garnett would be an inside-out guy that certainly would have the same skill characteristics. So, Randy, find a player, and that's even for young guys. Find a player that you want Steph Curry, Damian Lillard, any of those guys. Build your game your way, but build it with components of what the greats have to Well,
2: it just sounds like, and I would think what doesn't necessarily complicate things, but makes it a little bit difficult when you're dealing – uh with a young man like Tyrion, Tyrion, are are you through growing that uh, that that's kinda where I'm leading this. Are you through growing or do you believe you still got some room to grow?
4: I believe I I believe I still got like an inch or two.
2: Would that put you right at seven foot? Maybe <laughs> All right, let's six see. eleven or seven foot. Yeah I'm make it six old. eleven and a half. How about that? We'll we'll get we'll yeah. get that half <laughs> thrown in there. Well that's mark, does that matter that he's still got a little bit of room to grow because of how you want to develop him?
3: I think it does. And listen, some some play, some things and Bill Ingram and I have talked about this. You know, some places have Terrion listed at six nine. All you have to do is stand next to Terrion I know he's taller at six nine. So I think he does have room to grow and you know every inch it's it's like that magical mark. I say if you're over 6'5", Randy, that puts you in another category. Mm-hmm. If you're over 6'9", we talked with Jalen Williams, kind of in that draft, he was in that area. When you get over 6'9", I think it puts you in another category as well from a versatility standpoint. So at 6'10", in the next level, I think you can really post up and do damage in the post. You can go to mid-post and you can stretch out. So, And that's kind of what I see Terry on is that prototype kind of stretch four positionless basketball where he can go take four threes in a game and then go turn around and take a mismatch and go in the post and post up.
2: How's that sound to you, Terry? It sounds
4: good. <laughs>
2: All right. Let's uh, uh, I think I'm caught up for the moment. I'll, I'll just double check to make sure. But uh let me ask you this, Terry. You have been extremely busy, extremely busy, Uh, During this summer, uh, actually since school was over. First of all, are you hundred percent back health wise? And uh, catch us up on all the camps that you've been to, what circuit events you played. Just kind of get us up to speed, Tyrion.
4: You know, I'm kind of hundred percent. You know, I'm still trying to get back where I was, state wise, and the counts. You know, they were great. Uh, Both counts, the circuit gave me opportunity to play against some of the best players around the world.
2: You also got the chance to, uh, have you ever been out of the country until most recently when you went to Italy?
4: Yeah, I went to um, Italy to play for um, Series B. It was on two teams, Series B and a USA team.
2: How fun was that?
4: Yeah, that was pretty fun. You know, um, the competition, playing against older guys, you know, feeling like they're too on their level uh, above is pretty nice.
2: Bart, were you? It, rest-
4: it, it, then oh.
3: Terry. Well, Terry on won't brag on himself, but let's say this: Terry on circuit level. For people that don't know, he's been playing a year up now for two years. And when we went to the Wooten Top 150 camp last year, which is basically the criteria for the McDonald's All American, Terry on. I believe there were only. Five players in his entire class invited to that camp. So what he's done and been able to do on a really great uh, Coach Bill Ingram's team is unbelievable being of uh, so young, growing, and then playing up against really the difference between one or two years especially in the post. That's a big deal. So, Terry, i too modest to say that, but I'll say it
6: for him. <laughs>
3: He's really, really, really excelled.
2: Uh, I think any time that you can survive and excel, and I the, the reason why I use the word survive, I love him to death, but I understand Bill Ingram can uh, be a little rough and tough at times. But, uh, yes, he can <laughs> What's it like, carry on playing for Coach Bill Ingram with the Arkansas Hawks? And then kind of follow up on what Bart said. You've been playing up a level. Do you, do you like playing up another level?
4: I mean, playing, with, playing with Coach Bill, you know, he get on to you, but I, I love Coach Bill. You know, he give me an opportunity to showcase my talent. You know, he, he believes in me. He got real confidence in me. I've been playing up for two years with him, and he, he never failed me.
2: Now, that's the best you can say about a coach. He doesn't let you down.
3: And let me say this, Randy, just, while, just to give Coach Bill credit. Coach Bill Ingram doesn't have a boy in a program. Coach Bill's got a daughter. So he's been in this for the kids and has always been it for the kids. And the amount of scholarship, of course, it helps when you have tremendous talent. The amount of scholarship that Coach Bill Ingram's gotten for a lot of these young basketball players is something that we should all be applauding no matter what team we're on or what level we're on because it's a great thing for the state.
2: And Terry, and right now, what are you working on specifically in your development? Are you working on, uh, I was teasing a moment ago about using your right hand. Is there anything that you're working on right now specifically?
4: Uh, I've been watching film. I've been um, playing without the ball. Pushing the ball, mid range, pretty much everything. You know, it's, I've been working pretty much on the mental part. It's not just so much as basketball. It's kind of bigger on, off, I mean, off the court than it is on. And I want to thank Summerwood for, like, giving me the opportunity to keep keep getting in the gym. You know, letting my AAU team get in the gym. They've been a big part of this.
2: That's, uh, that's a great testament right there. Uh,
4: I think you'll see Terion
3: dribbling the ball up a lot with Benton this year. I know expectations are high, but Randy, one thing I was impressed him and Honor both man they grab rebounds and took off in transition. And when you're seeing a guy six ten do that, it'll be it's going to be exciting to watch. I think you'll you'll see a lot more of that this year, coming from Terion.
2: I'm just excited once you know he finally grows into his body and he's got. Yep all that mass and and retain all that that flexibility that that would be exciting to see um uh, yes, when do you start turning uh Terry on when do you start turning your attention to Benton High School that's where you're playing uh high school basketball when do you start turning your attention towards uh school ball
4: uh, i started a couple of days ago you know when i got back from the wrong um, camp um from cali california all-American camp, I started,
2: you no, know, focusing on my season. Well, it's always good to get back with your teammates. I know that. Um, yeah. Do you see yourself as a three? Do you see yourself as a four? Or do you maybe, I know a moment ago, Bart was talking about a stretch four. But, um, okay, I know we're also in this, you know, no position stuff not right now. but uh, Or maybe even a five.
4: I really see myself as a three, because like on the NBA level, it's very yeah, very tall guys. You know, most people at my height is threes, and you know, like you can put a big on me. You know, it's very, um, it's a mismatch.
2: Well, uh, <laughs> I, I think it's match. That's a mismatch at the pro. I mean, at the high school and college level, is it not, Bart? At the three. I,
3: I'm telling you. But that's, that's what really, even at the high school level, it, 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 like we're looking for mismatches like this. And so we're going to go to those mismatches because somebody's got to pay the price. Mm-hmm. Tarion's jump shot is so great. Uh, a lot of times the jump shot, especially for the bigs, is the last thing to come along. I think it's one of the true strengths of his game. When you can work outside and then work in at that size, it makes you extremely versatile and extremely dangerous. So really, that puts them in a position of versatility. So when you're looking the colleges that are looking at them, certainly at the professional level, that's the one thing that stands out: offensive and defensive versatility.
2: Man. That's a I mean that's a that's a nightmare mish, uh mismatch once you get absolutely, regardless of whether you're talking high school, certainly for high school and even uh at the uh, collegiate level as well. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, uh Mark did did uh Terrion go to the Wooten top one fifty camp recently, wasn't that? Yeah. Yeah,
3: so so he he went last year and Terrion you now, correct me if I'm wrong. You're going back again this year. You, did you just recently get invited? Yeah, I, I did. Okay. Yep. So, Randy, this is probably for the people out there, the top of the top. So, I was fortunate enough to go out and coach last year. So, carry on and honor. We're out there. So, we were all out there together. This is the criteria for the McDonald's All-Americans. So, this is the top 150 players in the country. So we will have carry on and honor, maybe a couple more. And what happens is, is every person that's on the McDonald's All-American Committee will be there evaluating them, playing, skill work, play work. And so this really, for every scout, will be there. Every So the Wooten Top 150 is considered the camp of camps. So this certainly is a big, big opportunity in Las Vegas. What Terry on october the second something like that so it's coming up
2: are you gonna be part of the camp mark
3: this year i've i have been lucky enough to be invited back as well so uh we'll we'll be out there together it's a it's a they run a great camp and there is a ton of talent
2: cool randy cool what an honor Terry on to be going back again
3: it's a honor.
2: yeah that's a pretty
3: carry on are you ever home buddy do you ever get to be at home? Nah I don't think <laughs> I've been
2: home more than three days this summer. Good gracious. So you live you live at a McDonalds and then you sleep at a hotel. <laughs> Basically. <that's...
3: laughs> and you fly to and to, carry on. you fly to Italy and get the middle Sea, right, in a row of five. We had a laugh about that.
4: We had honor on. Yeah, uh, my, my knees are <laughs> But
3: that's the price these kids pay, Randy. This young, they really are not all very much.
2: He wouldn't trade with you. He wouldn't trade seats. I understood he had an aisle seat. <laughs>
0: that
2: rascal making a six ten, six eleven guy scrunched up all the way over to uh, all the way over to Italy. Um, yep. All right. This this probably, in many cases, can be as. Uh, Touchy of a question as I'll ask you, and that is, who are the schools, the the schools, of interest to you, and are you planning to take any unofficial or official visits in the near future?
4: Uh, I, I plan to take visits, but we still arranging, you know, the visits. My dad's taking time to arrange it, but I, I plan on taking visits this on
2: any schools you care to name?
4: Um, not that I know of, not right now.
2: Okay, okay. Any schools that you like? Who do, who does Terry on like?
4: I like a lot of schools. It just really what school puts me in the best position to become a better person on and off the court.
2: Man, Bart, you taught him well.
4: I, I, I hey, I'm telling
3: you, it's all about fit. You see how the guys. There's so much information out there, Randy. It's all about fit, man. It's got to be a good fit. It doesn't matter what the school is, it's got to fit that player. That's why this decision is so important, especially you're talking about pro potential.
2: So, what makes up quote the best fit? What makes uh, up that best fit?
3: <laughs> that's the million dollar. That's the million dollar question. I listen. I won't speak for Terry on, but I, I know what it would have been. For me, and that was a lot of offensive freedom, and certainly a wide open type of game. So, Terry, Th- on what, what would be a good fit for you in terms of offensively and/or defensively at a school?
4: I mean, who allows me to become a uh, better player to get to the lead and get me to the lead? There you go.
2: That's pretty simple, right there. Player development, yes, Isn't that the same phrase we used a minute ago? Player development. Yes, it is. All right, on thank you for your time. Continue success, young man, and good luck at the thank Wooten you. Camp. Thank you, on Bart, always good to talk with you. We will talk Thanks, with you buddy. next week. That is Bart Get Reed, Pure Sweat Basketball Skills. Thanks again to Martin Orthopedics.
0: Tune in to 103.7 The Buzz every Thursday night at 8 for Between the Mats High School Football Show with your hosts Matt Wilcox and Matt McJunkins. You'll hear coaches interviews, player interviews, you'll also get weekly top tens and player of the week picks for each classification, plus t-shirt giveaways and fan interactive pick'em challenges with prizes. Between the Mats on 103.7 The Buzz each Thursday is brought to you by Hootens Football, your number one source for Arkansas high school football.
1: The Offspring, return live in concert. Let the Bad Times Roll Tour with special guests, Sum 41 and Simple Plan. Simmons Bank Arena, Saturday, August 12th. Get tickets now at Ticketmaster.com. Get your tickets now for the Oak Sports Tailgate Party. Saturday, September 2nd, behind Double B's at Markham and Van Buren. We'll have free food and drinks, plus DJ Kramer mixing your favorite party tunes. Go to 1037thebuzz.com for your free tickets. It's the Average Guy movie review, Thursdays in the Zone, with me, Justin Akery, and Wes Moore. Presented by Rock and Roll Sushi. Our friends from Rock and Roll Sushi will come in and recap or look ahead to what's trending on TV, the big screen, Netflix, or wherever you get your entertainment. It's presented by Rock and Roll Sushi. Deliciously twisted flavors in a rock and roll vibe that'll blow your mind. Rockandrollsushi.com. Hunter's Refuge in Whitehall. Celebrating 25 years in business with a massive anniversary sale. Now through Saturday. Save up to 75% store wide. Many items slashed to only $25. Including items from Columbia, Drake, North Face, Ugg, Birkenstock, Browning, Bandit and more. Register in store to win over $20,000 in giveaways. Hunter's Refuge. Celebrating 25 Five years in business online at huntersrefuge.com sale in saturday brought to you in part by columbia is your cooling system handling summer Middleton Heat and Air is here to keep your family nice and cool through even the hottest Arkansas summer. We're always ready with in-stock equipment, and you can count on us for free estimates on replacements with no overtime rate from 8 to 8, even on weekends. See why we're the most trusted name for heat and air in the state. Call Middleton today at 501-922-3575. Listen every Wednesday when R.J. Hawk joins his old buddies on Morning Mayhem. Presented by Natural State Wholesale Flooring. See everything that Natural State Wholesale has to offer at naturalstatewholesale.com. Hogs Meat Market has been a North Little Rock staple since 1963, serving the best meat in Arkansas. Be sure to go to their website for weekly and monthly specials as well as meat packages available. Hog is their family name, and they are so happy folks around Central Arkansas have come to associate it with high-quality products, fair prices, and terrific service. And for the hunters out there, Hogs is a great place to get that deer processed. Check them out online at hogsmeatmarket.com. That is Hogs with two Gs. It's just an acre for Serta Pro Painters. We're all getting ready for summer, and if you want to spruce up your home for summer, Serta Pro Painters could be the answer you're looking for. Each Serta Pro Painters business is independently owned and operated. Schedule your free estimate at CertaPro.com. That's Certa with a C. If you're thinking about getting a paint job done for the interior or exterior of your home, you need to hurry up and get on the schedule soon because it's filling up quickly. So plan for your next project. You'll be happy you did. Cleanliness, thoughtfulness, and attention to detail. You'll get all of it with my friends at Serta Pro Painters. So get them scheduled for your project today. Get your tickets now for the Oak Sports Tailgate Party. Saturday September 2nd behind Double B's at Markham and Van Buren. We'll have free food and drinks, plus DJ Kramer mixing your favorite party tunes. Go to 1037thebuzz.com for your free tickets.
0: Now back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat My Catfish, now back open in Little Rock in the Riverdale Shopping Center next to Ace Hardware. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. It's gut check time. Drive Time Sports is back
2: on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports here on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. Uh, from our Asher record service company, LaFan Feedback, uh, Sean says, Are you or Rick? Going to that series, Royals versus Yankees. Any suggestions where to stay near the stadium?
6: No, uh, I'm, I'm not going to go. When it's uh, it's fairly soon, I think. I have to look here real quick, but cause I think it's the either the Rangers or the Royals play the Yankees on the last weekend of the season, and. Obviously, once you get into football season, we're pretty well out of it. Mm-hmm. As far as on a weekend. Uh, sometimes during the week, uh, and I've talked to you about that, I, I might still go to a game uh, either in Arlington or Kansas City during the week before the uh, season is over. But uh, on weekends, so let's see when Kansas City's playing New York, and, and I, I'll give you some tips of where to stay. Depends on what else you want to do uh, while you're there. <clears throat> I, I get points for staying at Marriott's, so I usually do, um, and so I would say if you want to stay fairly close, there's a, there's a Marriott, um, I can't remember which version of it is, in Independence, Missouri. Independence is the home of Harry Truman, and the Harry Truman Library is there, and I went to that uh, last year. Amazing! That was the first presidential library I'd ever been to, which I'm ashamed to say I haven't been to the Clinton Library because it's in Little Rock. And maybe this year, before the Western Carolina game, I'm thinking of driving down early so I can go to that. Because I've now been to that library. I've been to the George W. Bush Library in Dallas, and th- these are fabulous places. If you get a chance to go to a presidential library, you need to go. And uh, but Independence, but the the um, Marriott that's in Independence, and what you might do, you may not be a Marriott guy. You know, look Go to Expedia or whatever you look for, Hotels.com. Independence is very close to Kauffman Stadium. So where I stayed in, you're thinking Independence instead of Kansas City? Yeah, it was about uh, a, a five- to six-minute drive to the ballpark. Hmm. So that's that's why I thought that was really a, a good thing to do. And then... Um, or if you want to stay, yeah, the Yankees are there the last week in the season. So you know, Arkansas plays football on the thirtieth, and they don't play in Fayetteville. So there's there's no way we could go on Friday night or Saturday. Uh, I think that's the weekend of the Texas A&M game, and you get back late from that game. I'm not going to get my car and drive to Kansas City on Sunday. <laughs> but but that's that's what I would suggest is um, staying in Independence now. If you want to stay in the Plaza. The Country Club Plaza is a nice place. They have all these shopping areas. There's a variety of hotels there. There's an Embassy Suites. There's a Marriott. There's there's all kinds of uh, of hotels in that area. And I'm assuming the Chiefs will be out of town if the Royals are in town because hotel rates are higher if the Chiefs are in town. Hmm. So this will this will help you a little bit. But so if you're going to see the Yankees and the Royals, I would say again, stay in Independence. Or, or there's, you can look at various hotels. Now there's there's a couple right across the interstate from there, but um, there's an Adams Mark, there's a Holiday Inn Express, which is, uh, you park there, you just walk to the ballpark. I remember Chuck Barrett tell me though, he stayed at the Adams Mark once and didn't feel like that was a really good, like it was a little unsafe. He felt a little unsettled staying there, so hmm. I don't know that I'd do that. But the, there's a Holiday Inn Express. That is, um, right across the street from the parking lot. Now, if you go to the Royals games, it costs, last year, I have been mean, this year, it was 20 bucks to park, probably 25 by now. If you stay at the Holiday Inn Express, you just walk across the street and you're there. So that's another thought. Hmm, interesting.
2: All right, uh, here is the snake. The snake? Yes, the snake. Snake, good afternoon. Rick, how dare you label the
5: nineteen sixty nine Texas team as one of the greatest teams of all time? <laughs> had had had, had, well, had Don had Don bro
6: run I one know. more play off the of tackle. Know. and I know. Sent I know. Bill
5: McFarland
6: we to the field goal. We were ahead
5: by two scores, yeah, and the game was eight. over. With Richard that, Millhouse Nixon would have yeah. been in our locker room, yeah, giving us the national
6: yeah. championship
5: trophy. Okay. And then when I, they did score down there, yeah. Bo Shetty was clipped on the play. Everyone
6: saw it. Well, that was the first touchdown, yeah. The, uh, it, well, the reason I said that, though, was because of what a great Arkansas team they beat to get there. That, that's why I mentioned them, because uh, Arkansas was, you could argue that, in the 64-65 teams were the best teams ever at Arkansas. And that's who they beat to get there. So, that's why I mentioned them. Well, I'm I don't sorry. Think they deserve... I'm sorry. You just, it's bad memories. I know. I can't stand it you either. You just
5: sparked the nerve. You sparked the nerve, Rick, that we didn't need to think <laughs> you about.
6: Know, it. Bill McClard is a good friend of mine. I haven't seen him in a while, but I've asked him before. I said, how often do you think of that third down play? For those who don't know, Arkansas was leading Texas 14-8, fourth quarter. They had third and goal from the Texas eight-yard line. They had the best kicker in America on the team in Bill McClard. Bill Montgomery had thrown 100 straight passes without an interception. He threw it behind the mm. receiver in the end zone. Texas intercepted. Then they ended up winning the game 15-14. to, to mm. 14. There was about six and a half minutes to go in the game, maybe seven. So a field goal there, two scores. Texas is not going to score twice. So uh, I've asked Bill McClard. I said, how often do you think about the chance that if you'd have had a chance to kick a field goal, you'd won the game? He said, only every time I walk in that stadium. Mm. And he's a season ticket holder. So it's every time he walks in that stadium, he thinks about it. I never asked, and Coach Broyles is gone now, so I can't ask. I never asked him about that call. But you're right. Coach Broyles was a pretty conservative coach at times, and Don Bro talked him into that, throwing the ball. And Broyles said, okay. If they'd have just run it off tackle, kicked a field goal, Arkansas is number one and probably would have won the national championship. It's hard to live with. still is. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. It is hard. But, you know. Thanks for taking it, my call.
1: Thank okay, you, Snake. Thanks
6: for calling, Snake. You know, you think about that. It should be just as hard to think about the 1966 Cotton Bowl. LSU was 7-3. and Arkansas was 10-0. and LSU just kept handing the ball to this guy named Joe Labruzzo. Mm-hmm. And Arkansas had a hard time stopping him. But John Brittonham, who is a tremendous quarterback, evidently hurt his shoulder late in the first half and couldn't be at full efficiency in the second half. LSU wins that game fourteen to seven. Again, the Hogs are ten and 0. They beat Texas when they were number one. LSU was seven and three. And everybody thought Arkansas was a prohibitive favorite. Arkansas went into the game number two. Michigan State was number one. Michigan State lost to UCLA. If Arkansas beats LSU, they're national champions. And, you know, that to me was every bit as devastating a loss as the 69 Texas game, cuz that was the last game. Mm-hmm. If Arkansas beat Texas, they were still going to have to beat Notre Dame in the Cotton Bowl to win the national championship. But that team in 65, they'd won 22 straight. They're playing LSU. If they win that game, they're undisputed national champions. No, there's no argument about it. Because the bowls, the polls then were after the bowls. We never even talk about that game. I know, I know. Still,
2: that that one is still as painful as the '69 game. Yeah, every bit as painful. Uh, let's talk with Stan. Stan, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Yes, sir. How you doing? Oh, bro? there's old Stan. All right, my man. Hey, Rick, how you doing, brother?
6: We're doing great, Stan. How about you? Now, Rick, you see how you talking about? This is. Not
5: about,
6: this is this about,
5: is what? No, just, I'll think about what I'm to say, man. Look here. What okay. you said? I'm just. I been sending list Yeah. That, you know, the one time, the one time. the
6: winner? Rick. You hear me, Rick? Yes. I didn't hear you, no, know because you faded. Away, I mean, can you so. hear me?
5: Can you hear me, Rick? And I can hear
6: you now, yes.
5: Now, how hard it is to win a NAS championship, right? It is extraordinary. Okay, hard. now, they ain't never won no NAS championship. They ain't never won that. They ain't never won a NAS championship. In you you ain't running to think, But, no, I know. You ain't running to think about what I'm saying. Okay. Now, you know what I'm saying? Might I never see that no more? Like, spring Boy, we ain't seen that no more since 1964. I'm you, just saying. I'm just saying.
6: You're yeah, right. I'm just saying though, right.
5: Though, How hard it is to win, right, Rick?
6: That's right. I don't
5: understand. I don't understand why they want. Why they want. Why they want that man? Want that? Where his son can win on that championship with
6: it? No, he did was
5: a bad. His was <laughs> a bad man with them. With them tippets, though. Y'all think about what I'm saying. But I'm gonna say it over and over again. His son was a bad coach though. And he came not with, with the team.
6: He was a bad coach. Gonna,
5: after, after Nolan Richardson, Nolan Richardson one coming there and won that. Uh I'ma just say it outright. Yeah. A black.
6: Well, Stan, you, you need to, if you're, whatever you're doing with your cell phone. Yeah, you got to invest in a new phone. Yeah. So oh,
5: Hold on, hold on. Y'all just hold on for a second. <laughs> no, I ain't going to call back. Hold on. I'm, I'm going to step outside. Hold on for a
6: second. Yeah, step outside. Hold on. Okay, what can, you, can you hear me now? Have you okay, got you rabbit ears?
2: Now. Use rabbit okay. ears. Okay. So so what okay. I heard you okay, say. But, okay, but can y'all hear, can y'all hear you, me, man? Can you hear me now? So we you heard
6: hear you me? say Eddie Sutton was a bad coach. Now, I don't know how you got that. With them
5: triptons. What? Man, them triplets wasn't no joke.
6: That's right. And they went to the final Monfrey, four, but they, you say, they hey, lost listen, to Kentucky. Yeah, listen to
5: me. Yeah, listen to me. You say Monkrey was the best player you all played the game, right?
6: At Arkansas, I still think he's yeah, the best.
5: Yeah, that's NBA what I'm is. saying. Now, listen, now yes. listen to me. And yeah. it was a bad coach, man, before Nolan Richards came along. He couldn't even do it with the tablet And you say, they has been 64 since uh, Frank Boyd won that championship with the football team. Man, oh. we might not never see, no, we might never see no basketball coach win on that championship again. I don't yep, understand right. why they won't name that. I don't understand why they put no stats and all the Richardson up there, man. I don't understand well, that, I man. I agree that, with that you, that ain't, right. that ain't
6: right, man. That <laughs> ain't right, I don't
5: though. work at the athletic no, department. I, I agree with saying. you. I brought I it up before saying, you though, hey, did. Hey, man, look here. We might not never see those
6: next championship basketball no Stand. more. I brought it up before you did. I brought it up I long know, before you did, and yeah. now you keep calling every day expecting me to build a statue. I can't build a statue. I didn't call,
5: call you every day. It's been a while since I called you. I but called every, every time day. you call, you bring it up. But still, though, man, how you're right. You Boy, are hard hard right. Rick, Rick, tell them. I'm, Rick, tell them. I'm, I'm getting right. a headache. I don't they argue. Should that, they should put that stacked up there on Nola. I don't know why Stan, they won't you're do that. You have a good
6: day, man. I'm gone, man. Oh, man, I'm gone, too. I got right. a headache. I'm on his side. I'm a, I am am with Stan. I am totally in agreement with Stan. There should be a statue of Nolan Richardson in front of Bud Walton Arena. They're talking about a $100 million possible improvement to Bud Walton Arena. If they do that, they could surely build a statue of Nolan and put it in front of the arena. Absolutely. So, Stan, why do you come call and chew me out? At, I'm with you. <laughs> oh. oh, my goodness. I don't get it. I agree. Ooh.
2: A storm has passed through. His name is Stan. <laughs> All right, Drop Time Sports. We'll come back and wrap it up in just one moment.
1: Difficult
0: times challenge our mental and physical health. Take time to exercise. Focus on your emotional needs and your loved ones. If you need help, visit methodistfamily.org. For over 120 years, MFH has been your community resource for a complete continuum of care. This message is sponsored by Methodist Family Health and aired in cooperation with this station and the Arkansas Broadcasters Association. (laughs)
6: Hear that? That's what fun sounds like. Want to know what fun looks like? Then check out Cupid's Lingerie with eight Arkansas locations, including three in Little Rock. Cupid's is a boutique specializing in all things pleasure and play. From lingerie to, well, everything you can imagine and more. Visit ShopCupid's.com today and treat someone special to something special from Cupid's.
1: Enjoy. <laughs> At Edwards Food Giant, they know your family is important. And they also know that your time and convenience is as well. So why not take advantage of their heat and eat items in their deli department? Those famous Edwards Food Giant signature dishes with many of the same entrees and recipes that are served daily in the hot bar. All ready to take home and serve to your family tonight. This week's special is shepherd's pie for only seven forty nine per pound. With Edwards Signature Peach Cobbler for five forty nine per pound. Every day...
0: now back to drive time sports live from the eat my catfish studios eat my catfish now back open in little rock in the riverdale shopping center next to ace hardware eat fresh eat local eat my catfish you've got drive time sports locked in on the buzz radio network
2: here is randy rainwater Welcome back to Drive Time Sports here on the Buzz Radio Network. <laughs> really, is the Comedy Hour? I think.
6: <laughs> I, this, Stan, I'm <laughs> I'm on your side. It's not like arguing with somebody. I I don't get that. I and in fact, I think I brought it up a long time ago, and I don't think Stan was even calling the show till then. I yes. There should be a statue of <laughs> Nolan Richardson in front of Bud Light <laughs> I, mean, I don't know sure any more times. But I have I have no influence. There's nothing I can do about it. <laughs> um, this from our uh,
2: Southern Structural Solutions Buzz Text Line. This from um, Jack from Hot Springs. He said after that call, I'm kind of looking funny at Stan. <laughs> okay then Drew says uh, he has to get a new phone terrible goodness
6: (laughs) but when he went outside it was okay
2: yeah yeah, yeah. I guess he repositioned the uh, rabbit ears (laughs) (laughs) let's talk to my man Sterling Sterling good afternoon hey guys I'm in total agreement with
7: Stan I second the motion yeah Rick you brought it up before Stan was even caught in the program and uh, and Stan was saying Eddie was a bad
6: coach. He was meaning bad as in good.
7: Oh. I, think, you know, he, I don't know. Yeah, you know he, he, took,
6: he went to uh, he took Arkansas to the final four. Oklahoma State went to the final four twice uh, under Sutton. They, did, they they never won it, but they went twice. That's three trips to the final four. So he's a good yeah, coach. He was
7: yeah, he was a, He was a, a great coach, that
6: was, and he didn't win in that Stanford. I, I don't think Stan meant that at all. I, I think Stan meant that he <laughs> yeah. didn't win with Sidney Moncrief, so he wasn't a very good coach. I think that's what he meant. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm sure of
1: it. I, I'm positive. <laughs> You're sure of it? Okay. Yeah, he, You're he, ahead of he's me. He's Yeah. yeah he's he, he, he from
7: the you know, he's
6: older,
7: so, you know, when they switched up bad to good, you know. You know bad. He's a bad man, you know, like that type
6: of man. I'm not so but, uh, sure,
7: but I was gonna run this by before y'all go out there. Y'all just for the end of the week, uh, you know, the talk was about field and and betting and you know how you can't bet on the sport that you participated in. Uh, and I think it's gonna come a time that they're gonna they're gonna let players bet on the sport they're in on certain races, as in win totals for the season, as in uh, your total yards for the season. If they have like got bet on themselves in, in that way, uh, not on individual games, and if you not on individual games, maybe not, and definitely not on point spread spreads because you can, you know, uh, point save for, like, money line games. I can see that happening in the future. And definitely... The main one is the, the totals, uh, over under wind totals and over under how many yards uh, a person might get. 'Cause they had those in their contract. Some guys had the incentives laden contracts in a way with how many yards they get, how many catches they get they get and you know, stuff like that. So I can see that happening, you know, on down the line. I ain't saying it's gonna happen tomorrow or anything. But like and probably before I might be out of here by the time they do it, but I can see that. See that I don't happen.
6: Know. I, I really don't know because there's so much scrutiny on this. I don't know if you saw the story today, but one of the Iowa players bet against his own team. That's that's, I mean, that's you know, you can't one, do that. one of the things is uh, you know, if you bet if you bet on your team, evidently the Iowa State player... He bet on Texas he, to win. Yeah, he bet...
2: And I, Iowa State won.
6: Yeah, yes, that's right. The Iowa State player, he bet on his Texas to beat his own team, and Iowa State won the game. And he only made one tackle in the mm-hmm. game. So, don't you wonder if the coach knew how he was thinking before the game and pulled him? I mean, who knows? Yeah. So...
7: Oh, yeah. Now, you can't do... Now, you can't do that. Now, Pete. No, heavens was, No. Like Pete you know he bet on his team to win, and he may not bet on his team to win the next day,
6: yeah,
7: which you know you can't that's 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 wrong too I mean if you're gonna do that, you need to bet on your team every day, but the 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 the, the but the over under win totals like uh, they they kind of win all the games they can win anyway, so like if the totals eighty and you bet over you know you got to bet over of course you can't bet under but but you know Pete and Pete said that's the only way he I don't believe him but he says that when he bet on his Reds. it was on that stuff like that the over-under win totals for the season which a guy a manager yeah, trying,
6: no, win. No, trying to win he's trying to win a division in a way
7: but yeah. I don't believe that either I, I I believe he bet on individual games and, and games he didn't bet on the red certain players were taking days off he wasn't going to throw the pitch you know disbeliever this, this day you know a little bit inside his training, you know basically what it what, what Pete was Doing, but yep. I, I do see a day where they, they let a guy bet on his uh, props, on his on his, oh, the win totals and how many yards he might get. Like, for instance, KJ Jefferson went uh, over under I think his passing yards this season to twenty six sixty I think is the over under when I last saw it, or just twenty six even. I know Rockets is twelve hundred yards rushing even over under, so I can see them. Perhaps letting a player do that in the distance, and I mean
6: distance. You're talking about a player betting cut. on himself or or another or yes, player. Yes, a player betting on
7: himself to reach the oh certain
2: milestone. Yeah. No, nope, no. Nope. And we're, in the, indi- in the individual sport, uh, well, but, but Sturdy, where, where are you getting these from? I've got. Right.
6: But then, where you Well, before even you know, talk about the numbers, you're in the last game of the season. And Rocket Sanders has bet on himself. Let's just say it is 1,200 yards, and he's he's bet on himself to make 1,200 yards, and he goes in with 1,012 yards. So he needs 188 yards. Does he go into the huddle and say, "KJ, I got to have the ball"? Uh, does he? You know, how, how does that affect his performance when he knows he has to reach a certain, or, or he's going to lose his money? That, that, that's a. Do you think that's healthy?
5: Bob.
7: No, I mean, I'm I'm not saying it uh, pros are that sub pros are that in their contract. You know, incentive how many yards they get well, they make the pro
6: bowl yeah, it, or whatever. Right, but they're not betting. they're not going to a gambling source and betting on that. They are wanting to do it because it's in their contract. So they get rewarded. They don't lose money if they don't because they're not losing money they don't have. In this case if right, right, Sanders goes I mean, and bets on so himself, upon. he's losing
7: yeah that's why' I'm so proud upon in team sports uh because you know your individual goals might get in front of teams it's always it's always thought of even without the gambling aspect to you know people just want to have better numbers but but like in individual sports such as golf and tennis when it's just you I and mean, all you're trying to do is win the game i mean i can I ain't saying it's gonna happen tomorrow there, but I can see that somebody saying is that. That they can, they don't see no problem with I can see people doing that. But I'm surprised if they're doing this now. When I was a kid, they didn't even talk about gambling on, you know, on, the, on TV. You know, no, yeah, no. It was guys picking games. It was
2: so, Sterling, Sterling where where did you get those numbers for KJ?
7: Oh, KJ. I mean, I was just going off the top of my head, but oh, I, okay, I okay. Now, It's twenty six. It's twenty six twenty five and a half. If it's passing yards.
2: Okay, you, uh, need go, you need to go. You okay. need to go to Ben Saracen. And pull up the <laughs> double R prop specials. I've got him over 2,499 and a half passing yards and over 24 and a half passing touchdowns. Then I've got him on rushing. I've got one, let's see, where is, there he is, Rocket Sanders. Over 1,249 and a half rushing yards and over 10 and a half rushing touchdowns. My friend, you need to go to bed, Saracen. You need to go to uh, uh, the app.
7: Yeah, that's a, those are, those are, those are, those are better, better numbers.
2: Those are reasonable numbers.
7: And those guys, I believe, those guys are going to, you know, reach those numbers. Especially, I mean, they're going to have to for us to have a great season. So it's a ain't no, no such thing as a safe bet. But, well, see, I, know, if I, I was betting, I would go over.
2: I go, scaled. Over. I scaled down on. Rocket, because I believe they're going to have to split up some of those carries that we were talking about earlier with J.W. Uh, A.J. Green's got to have some touches. Rashad debinion has got to have some rushes, and that's why if all those extra rushes or even the majority of them went to uh, Rocket, then he probably I would have if I'd known he was going to get the majority of the snaps, all vast majority. I just said it's a whole different number. Yeah, it, you know, it, but you have 14,
4: he, he had 14. He had over
2: 1,400. And I'm saying because they're so improved, those two players will not be able to allow those same numbers. I I hope he breaks 1,500. Personally, I just don't see it happening. Starting, we got to run. Thank you, my friend. All right, that's it for tonight. That's it for the week. For Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Raymond. Water, buzz, animal, cruelty. Span new to your pet. Have a great weekend, everyone. Get your
0: popcorn ready. We've got the entertainment right here
1: on 1037 The Buzz. K A B Z, Little Rock. Greatness doesn't happen overnight, it takes time,
6: focus, and dedication.